What up, y'all? This is Taylor Hart here from Respect My Region, and you're tuning in for episode number 23 of Blunt Talk. And I'm super excited because today's the first bi-coastal Blunt Talk that I have done. It's all been on the West Coast and mostly just hyper-local here to the Northwest as of lately. Um, but today I'm super excited because Dom Diggity Dom 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 Diggity <laughs> Dom is joining me all the way from Boston, Massachusetts. Good. So it's super exciting. Um, um, to have this go in this week. Um, I have an interesting blend rolled up. Usually I just get like one strain and I just roll it up. But this week I kind of did a blended blunt. Um, it's a CBD dominant strain that I got from Ravengrass called the Stargazer Myrtle. It has like really nice body relaxing properties and just kind of like calm, chill, zen kind of feeling. And I mixed it with the Banana Wonder from Doc and Yeti because that one has like a nice balanced hybrid kind of effect. And I'm kind of on a self-care weekend tip for me this weekend because my back has been like super hurting lately. Um, and I've just been trying to stretch and really just like reconfigure my body so that it doesn't hurt all the time. Um, so I, I rolled up a blunt that will kind of help me with that um, nice little body buzz and relaxation with it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to spark this up. Uh, what are you smoking on over there? Word. Just rolled up some AK-47, some nice sativa dominant. Um, you know, I have been doing a lot of work recently, so I like to smoke some sativas during the day. Yeah. But I like this strain a lot because even though, you know, you can get work done after like later on and kind of like trickles into your body and then helps yeah. with the muscle pain. So it's definitely a vibe. I love AK. I was smoking AK yesterday, actually. Oh, uh, word. Yeah, it's a it's a Thai Afghani cross. So I um, I'm obsessed with Afghani strains like a classic Afghani is some of the best for that relaxing body high. Um, yeah. But the Thai crossed in with there is is what peps you up in the first mm -hmm. place. So, um, yeah, when people talk about a balanced hybrid usually people you know ak is definitely that sativa hybridy realm but it does sit in the in the hybrid spectrum um because you do get that balance of the nice like you start with the head high but then it it goes into that body so um, yeah. yeah i i love a good ak is super classic classic strain so that's uh that's what's up uh, Word. yeah <laughs> I'm definitely on the on the peppy sativa kind of side majority uh, of the time, um, especially for like productivity and stuff. But um, as I get older, I just tend to smoke whatever is fitting for the scenario. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why like I'm like my back is hurting. It's killing me. So that's why I had to roll something up that was like going to help uh, relax it, but not like get me. I didn't want to get stoned, you know, a lot right. of body highs also come with that stoned, you know, usually make you feel foggy, you're dumb in the head kind of a thing. And I'm like, I'm, I got too much stuff to do. Like, be productive. Don't right. hit it all in the body right now, but don't like couch lock me either. Just make me feel like I'm floating on air. That's right. what I want. <laughs> I want to be laying on a cloud right now. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's how you do it. Yeah, I got a big cloud on my ceiling. Actually, I had uh, somebody that's like, so cool paint it. Yeah, they painted wild. that on the ceiling. Yeah, it's like a whole mural around the whole top of my ceiling. I like remodeled that's last sick. year. <laughs> that's super cool, though. I've seen like the star projections or people get the little like decals to make like a night sky, but the, mm -hmm. the cloud I love looking at clouds, so that's really that's... cool. Yeah, nice yeah. to wake up, be like, ah. Nice. Yeah, start the day, right? Nice. That's such a good vibe. I I like that. I get lots of natural light, so I get a lot of sun, but I can't really see the clouds from my window. So yeah, my, same. My ceiling's just boring. It's just, <laughs> it's just white, <laughs> blank and white. So you know, um, I I like that though. You're super. Uh, from what I can tell from being on this side and just doing some research, you're super involved with the community and the different artists around you and everything. Um, and before we hopped on, you had mentioned that your mom was an entertainer and whatnot. Um, yeah. So it kind of sounds like you've just had music around you your whole life. Yeah, definitely. Like both of my parents actually, um, my dad's from Trinidad and he grew up in St. Vincent. 
and he came out to Boston to go to Berklee College of Music. And my mom's from Virginia. She came out to Boston to go to Berkeley, both for a piano, um, oh, but she cool. sings too. And mm -hmm. so they ended up just staying in Boston. And me and my brother just kind of like, we're just so involved, like growing up in that environment with them playing and stuff. So yeah, it was wild. That's so cool though. And then to be able to grow up and then go to Berkeley yourself yeah. <laughs> is so awesome. Thanks, uh, yeah. You recently graduated, is that right? Yeah, like a few weeks ago. Congrats, congrats. Thank uh, you. So what did you go to Berkeley for? So I went to Berkeley for music production and engineering and music business management. So I did two majors and then I minored in commercial record production. So amazing. It was kind of brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's brutal, but it's amazing. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that I definitely is... learned a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that's like a really good like overarching um, kind of look into the industry it, from every angle, essentially, especially because you make music yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, a broad <laughs> education to go for. But that I mean, that just really sets you up for success in whichever direction you want to go for the music industry. So that's pretty rad. Uh, and to come out graduating this year is uh, congratulations. Thank that is so, so awesome. I am Thank all uh, I'm all about uh, the continuing education and always continuing to learn into everything so you know I, I've thought myself about going to engineer um, some engineering program or something I think I would be good at it nice. um, but have yet to make it there <laughs> it's never too late shoot no not at all nice I yeah. definitely don't think so so I'm excited uh, I'm excited to kind of see uh, where the future goes for me in that. But um, for you, uh, <laughs> this is uh, super exciting because I know you've been kind of already working with people uh, previously. Um, so to apply that degree to it's going to be rad. Um, yeah. Um, um, you actually had mentioned, I know this is going to, this isn't live right now, but this um, yesterday, as of June 3rd, uh, you were at, uh, or I mean, June 2nd, today is the 3rd. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were, I just had a show with yes. artists. Yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about what you were up to. So um, I recently performed at the Boston Center for the Arts. Um, I had to apply for, and they were looking for um, Black LGBTQ artists or Black people of color. And the name of the event was called Hashtag Hello Black, but this was their Pride edition. So I think for the past, this was the fourth one for the past three years for one night only. They'll have um, different people of color come out and perform, um, whether they're like singing or dancing or um, rapping um, and this time they ended up having like a black market vibe um, for like the beginning before the show started and after the show so a lot of um, vendors and stuff black owned businesses came out they were sh um, sh showcasing like their uh, like whether it was like their merch that they made or products, somebody was selling like oils and soaps and stuff. And um, I was able to have my merch table out. So that was cool. But essentially I did like, um, uh, we had uh, 10 to 12 minutes and it was six artists. And so um, I, you know, I grew up like playing drums, like from the age of four. And I was kind of singing and dancing and like a musical my mom made when I was younger. And, but like drums was like pretty much like what, how I auditioned for Berkeley, how I auditioned mm -hmm. for my high school. Like I was a drummer, I was known as a drummer, but I had, had taken singing classes and had to sing background in different bands and stuff while playing the drums and learn some keys from my mom and stuff. So I was like, you know, like, especially learning stuff from Berkeley about like how to, like when I had the music production side, I learned how to make a really good song that sounded good mixing production wise, all of that. But also I learned how to like make money off of my stuff, how to market it, how to brand yourself. And so 
that's when I was like, okay, well, like, yeah, I'm taking on recording clients and, and you know, mixing clients and stuff, but I have to start putting out some of my own music um, and like branding myself to also get, you know, me out there. And I, I wanted to, like, I have this song called Give Me Hope. So it's all about like, you know, if people are afraid to ask for help and all that stuff. So some of my song, my first EP was about a lot of self-care and then Give Me Hope is like, you know, also self-care vibes. I recently yeah. dropped that one. And then Suelta's like half Spanish, half English. I'm learning Spanish. Yeah. Still kind of beginner, but I'm trying. And um, that's all about being free, like letting go of all the stuff you have going on. If you're stressed out, just get up and dance. And then yeah, recently, I was yeah, that one. you were. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like for that music video, that was the first time that I um, had dancers and made got choreo made for, you know, for one of my songs. And I really wanted to like incorporate like the whole song is about dancing. So we got to be dancing in there. <laughs> yeah. <gotta> look nice. <laughs> and so um, for this particular show, um, for the Boston Center for the Arts thing, I was like, yo, like, I got to come out with live dancers with me because all the past gigs I did as Diggity Dom as the singing and rapping person, not just like playing drums, I had just been solo and it'd just be my tracks and I'd be out there singing and rapping and I would dance, but like, you know, it's just me. It's not a whole lot of choreo. And so I was like, yo, like, this is about to be like my first big show of the summer. And I just got to like come out with a bang. So like the past two weeks, I was creating choreography, um, co-creating some of the stuff and some of the songs I like did all the choreo myself. And um, it's like four songs that I just smashed back to back to back. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, we had like two weeks to learn it and rehearse. And um, I was like, yeah, like we're gonna come out here and hit it with a bang. So yeah, it was smooth. Like it was definitely, definitely really great experience. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, blessed to like have that opportunity, and like might be uh, performing at Trans Pride coming up. Um, yeah. Went, Wentworth Pride for the Wentworth Institute of Technology, and um, like the what's it called, Music and Arts Festival for Boston yes. Urban Pride. So yeah, that's mad stuff going on. That's not even like all the stuff, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it's Working. it's crazy. <laughs> yes, we love yeah. to see that though. That's uh, incredible to kind of because like you really honed in on your brand um, in recent years, right? And so to yeah. kind of like really get that started and then to pop off just doing a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, that's it's dedication. That's it, it's what it really takes to get to that. And and coming from, you know, the educational background and learning how to monetize that stuff. I mean, it, it's the proof is right here in what you're doing. <laughs> you know, you've put in the work into it and you've put those steps out there to get to here. Um, so it's beautiful to see. Um, especially with how uh, many different like community events that you're involved with as well as like um, the um, being proactive in, you know, civil rights as well as the LGBTQ community and, and everything that is, that we know is transpiring right now throughout America. Um, it's a very tumultuous time. Um, so to be continuing to speak out and, and be a part of that, it, it's just, it's truly amazing, um, which is why I'm so happy I'm able to provide a platform for you to be able to share these things uh, with everybody uh, because Thank everybody so needs much. to know. We, they need to know. <laughs> and especially when, you know, it's a bunch of talented people doing super dope stuff you know why not spread it, all of that and and yeah stop with the stop with the hate everywhere and people just need to reconnect with their community and the positivity within it and the arts is a way that i always have thought that you know brings people together so Facts. here we are yeah <laughs> here Shoot, we I are i don't know what i would do without music like it's just, it just like drives me to like, to like move. You can like display so many different emotions, not only yes. through like the the lyrics, but like different um, tones on the instrument, what instruments you use, the different keys it's in, scales, like it's so crazy and it's lit. And then like 
I love to dance, so you know, yeah. and you have a good beat, and it's just like it's a good time. With expression, <laughs> yeah, facts. I don't even make music like that. Although, like I, you know, who's to say that I won't in the future or anything? Um, because I too, I've grown up. My dad's a musician. My whole life, nice. he's been a musician, so I kind of grew up with it as well. But I grew up more so as like the appreciator of it like I appreciate it and I and I have that emotional connection with it I you know I anytime I'm upset I put on certain music anytime you know I'm frustrated I put on this certain type of music so I definitely um release my emotions by listening to music even though I can't really express them through music I can speak mm-hmm. through song lyrics really well. <laughs> so I definitely connect with people's lyrics and can like use them to convey my emotions and how I'm feeling. So it's a way that I do it. But I definitely connected with your music, um, you know, because you speak like you were saying um, your song. Um, uh, what is it called? The Give Me Help or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, great message through that because uh, asking, reaching out for help and asking for help is something that, you know, I struggle with. Um, I grew up very independent, even though I had family around me. Um, thankfully, uh, I still was very independent and was very much so like I want to do things on my own. Um, right. and, and I don't know how to really ask for help sometimes. So, um, you know, songs like that are, I, would be something that where if I was still younger and going through my struggling phase, my angsty teen phase or whatever, you know, music like that was what really resonated with me. So um, rad to see, uh, you know, that kind of topics come through, especially in genres of music where um, you know, that wasn't really shed light on for the longest mm. time. Hip hop in particular was something that wasn't very, Although it was open to like political and social messages, emotions and your feelings and your thoughts hasn't always been something that has been, you know, associated with hip hop. So it's kind of cool to weave that back into it with newer generations making music, um, which is so rad. Um, But uh, one of the artists that I know you've worked with, um, Billy Dean Thomas. Yeah. um, You went on tour with them. Uh, Yes. Talk to me a little bit about that because I do believe it was with Moon Hooch. Yes, we and did. And I love Moon Hooch. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah, we were openers to Moon Hooch for like a few of the, um, for a few of the uh, days on the tour. Like we we had started out, we yo we were touring like we had multiple days and like that was like part of the experience. But we started out in like. Cambridge and then we like went to New York and then came back to Boston to, to have another rehearsal and then go out to like went out to Vermont um and like I think New Hampshire and Maine or something but yeah it was crazy because I think the moon hooch one that well the second one we did there was like New Year's Eve and like um, we had my drum set on the stage plus their drum set. And, you know, we do our set, they do their set. And towards the end of their set, they were like, yo, do y'all want to, like, hop on with us and, like, That's just so play cool. together? So, yeah, we started, like, jamming out with them, like, into the New Year's um, going into 2020. And, like, yeah, it was amazing. And, like, um, with the whole pandemic and stuff, you know, of course, like, you know, we was, everybody's trying to, like, stay in contact and fucking um get their get their piece together you know concerts were closing and like so it was like it was amazing to experience that right before shit hit the fan yeah (laughs) that's like three months later like everything shut down but it was really dope like i got to smoke with them like it was like really good vibes um so cool yeah but then like a few was it we're in it's June, so we're halfway um, through 2022. Yeah, so like <laughs> last month, me and Billy Dean, we actually we played the Waking Wind Waking Windows Festival in Vermont, and we're about to be in Sweden um, in August. Yeah, wow. so we got a couple gigs lined up in Sweden. That's um, it's about to be lit. Yeah, like 
it's gonna be crazy. And that's I'm gonna I play drums for Billy Dean, so it's like you yeah. know I'm doing my diggity dom stuff too. But yo, like I love to still play drums and like it's great because they mix like hip hop like with like some some of the songs are like we when we play live we have like bass and guitar usually and drums and they're rapping. And so it's like we mix like rock kind of vibes in there sometimes with the hip hop. And then sometimes we blend in like like funk kind of like punk yeah. hip hop. Like it gets crazy. And then we got the R&B kind of playing. They're like rapping mm-hmm. and shit. And we're just, <laughs> it's good vibes, yo. Like, How did you meet them? Yo, so pretty much I was, um, matter of fact, somebody, uh, Nicole through Berkeley, she like my freshman year of college um i knew her through the berkeley city music program and i, I was in the city music program since like fourth grade um wow like, yeah like, <laughs> education every like fourth grade to eighth grade i had I, every saturday we'd get a it's like a little day saturday morning afternoon program where we get a lesson, a group drum lesson or whatever instrument you did, we had an ensemble. You know, um, some there was points in time where they had history classes or little like tech classes. Um, and you know, just every Saturday we had build up to a performance. And so and then ninth through twelfth grade was the high school academy, and that was three days a week, private lesson, ensemble, then a theory class. So like that was all through Berkeley City Music. Shout out to that program because that was definitely a good help. But I met Nicole through the City Music program, uh-huh. and then I ended up we both ended up going to Berkeley, and she was like, "Yo, um, I know this hip hop rapper that's looking for a drummer for a gig or just I guess just a drummer." And and so like I was like, "Where? Like I'll pull up. I'm available." So then um, Nicole put me on to Billy. And then I used to be in like, this is like back when Billy had like the drums and like we used to be having rehearsals in their room and just like going in there and just like every week we'd just be meeting up rehearsing and then we got ready for the gigs. And then, yeah, like, and they were like, oh, there's a gig this day. And I'm like, all right, word, pull up. I'm like, oh, yo, there's a gig in New York. You available? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, word. <laughs> and then like, it was just like always vibes. And so, and then I'm a trans guy. So mm-hmm. like the fact that, you know, they're non-binary and like, we're all just like of the community. Like it was like really comforting and knowing that like, you know, they're going ham and like, we're both like, just, you know, trying to be there and just be ourselves out here. Um, and like something also, Billy was Grammy nominated yeah. for this, um, for like they were uh, one of the like a songwriter on this album and so like it's crazy because like being at berkeley i feel like anybody that i'm connected to whether they're there or not if you're in my life and everybody's you know we peace then anything i learn is free game to to them it's like i want to make sure that i'm sharing these resources sharing the information with them and anybody that i'm cool with and so you know it's like billy was always like yo like you know let me know if there's something going on at berkeley i'm like yo there's this event there's this event there's this show like go pull up and they'd be pulling up and we just like became like friends so yeah. it's like you know we have each other's back regardless like whether we're gigging or you know where like finding an event or looking up like you know what can we do to advance ourselves as artists and creatives um individuals in the society and better the community it's just nice to like have somebody to have those conversations with and like actually make those action moves with so yeah it's crazy shout out to Nicole for putting us in the contact and (laughs) you know shit's wild yeah relationships like that I've talked about it before on this show um previously like with people in their relationship with their engineer or the relationship with their producer or in this case you know drummer um it that is it's such a special and such an important bond to have and a relationship to have in the cutthroat music industry you know even just one person who has your back 
who is willing to go out on a limb for you or just like share, you know, whatever, um, whatever your recent song release or anything with that person in that specific room, right. you know, whatever the circumstances is, it's so important to have those relationships. And I'm obviously all about connecting with people in general. So I love meeting new people and finding those relationships so I can help build those bridges. So it's so cool to hear stories like that where, you know, so and so put together so and so, and then they met through this, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's rad. I love hearing these kind of stories. So it, it's cool that you were both able to help each other, you know, rise up. Um, right. And, yeah. Important. Very important. Yo, it's crazy that you just said rise up because that's the name of like the next song I'm working on right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just I just showed somebody like in the car the other day. I was like, "Oh, you're the first one to listen to the rough mix." <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like it's literally about like it was crazy the process of writing this song mm -hmm. because like I had I at Berkeley I had to do like these capstone projects for the past couple of semesters where we write like several songs and we usually like producing with and so. You know, you could produce for somebody else, but I'm like, yo, why not make some stuff that I can actually release? <laughs> so <laughs> um, I'm putting all this time and effort into it and getting advice. Like, I might as well try to, like, put it out there. Yeah. So um, everything was, like, passion and stuff that went into everything I created, you know, when it came down to the these last couple semesters, especially making my own stuff totally. And so... It was crazy because Rise Up first, it's oh, this is all connected to Billy too. Yo. <laughs> we were trying <laughs> oh, to yo. We I were trying that. to like make a song together, like create beats together um one day. Cause like things have been like super hectic when I was in school and I've been working and like running business and it was just a thousand things happening. So it was just I was like, yo, if we're gonna like meet up and work on some music we got to set a day and a time put it in the calendar and then <laughs> and then do that so the day we set um we were gonna use a studio in my basement and my oh, mom <laughs> yeah it's like a little home studio and you know my mom you know she got her piano lessons going over there and voice i'll be teaching and making music and stuff and so i was like yo um my mom got the good sounds because this is before like I was able to upgrade my computer, my sounds and stuff. Uh -huh. So I was like, yeah, like I always be using these sounds over here because it's smacking. And um, next thing you know, my mom was like, oh, I need to edit something real quick um, on the computer. And I was like, yo, what? Like <laughs> I have been told you that, <laughs> that we were going to be here. She's like, well, like I got to. So then I'm like, okay, well, we can go in my room, but I got to clean up my room. So I need like 10 minutes. <laughs> so oh. like, yo, by the time I get my room situated, my mom's like, okay, I'm done now. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you were working for like 30, 40 minutes. Like what? So then pretty much long story short, Billy only got to lay down like um, part of a synth and then like uh -huh. a couple little, like a small line. And then, um, then like they ended up getting some residency and was going to be out of town. And then like shit got really crazy for everybody. Right. And I was like, okay, but I still, I wanted to get them to feature on it. Um, cause I was like, oh, I'll just finish up like the beat or whatever, whatever advice you have that we want to add cool. And like, um, they just, you know, shit got really crazy and they just didn't have time. They, oh, they were in the middle of it. There was a whole another there was some big dance project and something. I had to end up helping with that too, but like mixing and stuff. But like, yeah, Billy was like overwhelmed with a lot of stuff going on. Right. And I wanted to release, I wanted to submit it for my final project too, for class. So I was like, okay, well, like, you know, I guess I'll just like finish it and that's <laughs> right the other verse. <laughs> but it, um, the whole chorus is all like about like rising up with the homies. Um, and then the verses got super personal about like me and my girlfriend and stuff, yeah. like being with like your partner and like being by their side and 
just like, you know, being there for each other. But then, you know, you get to the chorus. Um, the chorus is like, hey, we're going to rise up. Um, we're going to make it to the top, grab a plate and order up. And so, yeah. yeah so um, I was just like, man, like, I was thinking, I'm about to try to, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, I am working on an album <laughs> uh -huh. that will be dropping next year at some point in time. And so I want, I was, as I was thinking, like, what do I want the focus of this to be? I realized, like, I want Rise Up to be, like, the center of it, but, like, the whole thing kind of based on, like, family. Like, whether it's your blood or your chosen family, you know, mm -hmm. like, everybody is there to be together, like, you know, and that can include, like, really close friends and stuff like that, or people that you just meet in your life that even if it was that one moment in the store, like, it was some time that you connected with that person in a good way. So... Yeah, I think I was like, yeah, I'm going to just make the whole album, like, based on family and just work with different people and, like, build on, like, the different relationships with different creatives and stuff and yeah. or people that I've met in my life that I can, like, reflect on. Yeah, that is so rad. I'm glad I could, like, spur that. Yes. that spur the yes, story well. there because that is so cool. Because And it's beautiful that, you know, the chosen family is something that we're hearing more and more often um, as we get further into this crazy society shift that we're seeing, you know. Because, um, uh, you know, a century ago, you, your blood was was all you could rely on because you had to be resourceful and you, you, you were going to die if you, if you, weren't, you know because <laughs> a lot of the times you're living off the land a century ago well i guess we're in the 20s now so things were starting but anyways sidetracking um but nowadays you know we're really starting to see more so a self-ownership and and recognizing when you know blood family might not be the best people for you they might not be um you know, uh, I lost the word that I'm looking for right now, but, uh, they might not support you. They might not actually care about you. You know, they might be absolutely against what you're doing in your life. Um, and, and so the chosen family is something that is so crucial, um, to recognize. Cause I know a lot of people who have, uh, moved on from their own family um, and, and have chosen the people around them who actually uplift them and actually support them and stuff. So that's so that's such a rad concept to really fully embrace. And like I said, you know, a lot of these topics hasn't always been um, promoted too much or, or talked about. Um, so to go for that as a whole theme and everything is, is super cool. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited mm -hmm. to hear that when that comes out. Mm -hmm. um, now, earlier, you had mentioned um, uh, the Boston Urban Pride Music yeah. and Arts Festival. Um, yes. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, yo, it's going to be wild. All right. Yeah. Let me give you some backstory on Boston Urban Pride. So pretty much, I'm not sure if you're hip to... The craziness that happened with the like Boston Pride like found like foundation the board of that, but like they were actually like mad racist and some of them on the board were actually like transphobic or like only catered to um, white gay men and so it just got like really like crazy and yeah. it ended up dismantling like a few years ago. Well, so yeah, like so, like the whole <laughs> pride, people with, like trans resistance and um, like different men of metal in Boston Pride, like they've been either putting on events or trying to put on their own kind of prize or march and mm -hmm. um, festivals to like, you know, kind of help fill this gap or void of like what that you know, usually old Boston Pride was. Um, and everything is being like recreated and revamped right now. So pretty much like it's really crazy because now I'm just like, wow, the, the person who put me on the Boston Urban Pride, they slid in my DMs on Facebook and was <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> they're like, yo, like, uh, do you want to be like on this like interview live stream thingy um, with Boston Urban Pride? Like we were discussing 
something about honestly can't remember the topic but we was it was about like the community and like yeah. healthcare and lgbtq poc and stuff so i was like word i'm down so um i'm in this live stream with curtis and keisha who are the founders of the organization and you know i'm getting to know them and we're talking about all this stuff it's going great and then then they're they were putting on brunches like every Sunday or every Saturday, um, where they'd have like sometimes like a drag queen or drag artist come out, have some music, food, and like you know dancing too. And so like it was all good vibes. Me and my girlfriend came out a couple times, and then I ended up like being a brand ambassador for them. So oh, wow. I was kind of like looped in there. We were doing like a live stream thing for a few months. You know, things got crazy in everybody's life, but you know, we did that for a little bit, had different topics. Mm -hmm. And then um, the summers, they've been doing Boston Urban Pride weekend, which is like last year was Friday through Sunday. Yeah. But um, this year it's gonna be the like June 30th through July 3rd. Wow. So like a Thursday through Sunday. And um, we're having like events day and night um, every day. Like we're having something for the youth this time, like for like kids, like teenagers, like skate and going to get the skating rink just opened back up because of COVID. So right. now that's up and running. Um, we're about to have, you know, night parties, a boat party. Um, and then, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And then the, <laughs> the um, and but they're also gonna have a day event where the different um, there's gonna be vendors at some of the stuff. So like one of the things with the vendors, especially, is the day event where people can come in, like network, like the welcoming party and stuff, and um, you know, kind of like chill stuff where and you know some of the other events you'd be like, you know, lit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But specifically the music and arts festival, to get back to the question, yeah. <laughs> um, that one, they asked me to direct that. And cool. pretty much I'm going to have, right now we have about 10 local artists lined up um, to be performing, whether some of them are going to be singing, rapping, it's going to be somebody doing a drag routine, it's going to be poetry, uh, spoken word. And then I also have built into the schedule a uh, voguing class for the public. So on the main stage and in, in between, you know, some of the performers, we're going to have somebody just teach some people like basic voguing moves and then an Afrobeats um, uh, dance class for the public um, in between the performers too. And then the as far as the very end of the last hour, um, me, Diggity Dom, and two of my dancers, um, we're going to be doing, we're going to be opening up for Billy Dean Thomas, <laughs> who will be one of the headliners. And then um, Quay, um, he's also going to be one of the headliners as well. Um, but with all that going on, there's going to be vendors, food trucks, um, and it's going to be at Flying Embers Brewery, uh, July 3rd, 12 to 5 boston mass and um yeah it's gonna be vibes like it's it's very hectic planning yeah. all of this and <laughs> organizing it super stressful but you know i just want to make sure that people are given opportunity to showcase their talents it's gonna be a free event um and you know just another way to like bring families out there have a safe space uh just have a good time, have a DJ to, you know, in between stuff. So it's going to be vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds dope. It sounds like a great time. I'm so happy that like festivals and stuff like this are, are coming back. Cause this is something that I, I like really, really missed during the COVID era. Um, which obviously we're still kind of there. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's My girl just got COVID. So. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. We just had it like in January. Like it's, yeah, it's been crazy. It's no joke. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely still out here. Um, but I'm glad that we're kind of starting to learn how to navigate it while still being like a 
a functioning society um because we can't just sit in our homes for the rest of our life right um so right. yeah i i'm really excited for festivals and and community things to start happening again to like get out there and and meet some more people and like just experience more things so that sounds like a blast i'll be flying out at the end of the month i'll see you there yeah. <laughs> one day one day i will make yeah. it out there for sure end of the Shoot. month might I'm be a little for me but um, yeah i'm gonna be traveling wherever things take me so <laughs> we'll see Shoot, to sweden soon <laughs> Yo, that's, that's Yo. nuts i'm going I mean, to montreal I, like right before that for um the diggity dom uh engagement amazing like, yeah, I'm gonna be at the AIDS conference 2022, like international. It's gonna be crazy. Wow. Mad yeah. people are coming out there. So I'm just trying to give back and, you know, spread some good word. Yeah. And now you're all about like health and wellness and all of that as well. Um, super into fitness as well. I'm Yo, saying. I'm trying. Yo, <laughs> I definitely put on put on a little bit of weight, but yeah. I'm getting back getting back to the grind. You know, like I was like when COVID prior to COVID, like right before it happened, I had started meal prepping. Yeah. And I was going to the gym like every week. I was working at House of Blues, um, doing security at the time. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes I wouldn't get out of work till like after midnight. But there was a 24-hour gym downtown. So Solid. I'd go out there. Yeah. And like <laughs> it was crazy because I was still in school. Then I'd go home and do homework. I don't know. I was so what a time. But um <laughs> like Productive. I was yo, it was I I needed to get more sleep, but you know, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like trying, like, you know, and then when I started milk prepping, it was great. But then when COVID happened, then my whole appetite got all crazy. Yeah. And then as I started to like ease back into things, um, I started, I just, I had a bunch of health issues, mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm in a, you know, I'm seeing all types of specialists right now. Yeah. But, you know, just trying to, like, keep the faith um, and stay positive. But, yeah, I'm just blessed to be walking. I'm yeah. blessed to be talking. Like, I'm seeing a hand therapist right now for nerve stuff. Yeah. So, it's like, I just got a VR headset um, so that I can, like, you know, still be a little active, too. Like, when there's days when there might be certain moves that, like, my body's like, nah, bro. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like... Definitely, you know, like, I'm just trying to any, like, uh, one of the reasons, like, on my YouTube channel, one of the reasons I was doing certain fitness reviews or videos and stuff was to show people that, like, yo, like, I'm an average person. Well, I do a lot of things, but, like, it's like, yo, I'm a regular, regular person. <laughs> I'm just trying stuff out. And, yeah. you know, Here's here's the real here's the real feel the real deal on how it's going, yeah. and um, I I have a a VR headset thing coming out soon a video, cool. I just wrapped out wrapped up in so much stuff <laughs> so <laughs> one it, or two it, things yeah. <laughs> but like yeah I just want to show people like yo like you can yo boxing on there is crazy. I like, would imagine. Yo. Because you got to be like ducking and dodging, Oh, my right? goodness. Yeah. Like, I was like going ham. And then singing and dancing is, whoo. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My first performance as Diggity Dom, it was at a hip-hop uh, showcase at Berkeley. And, um, yo, it was crazy. I was almost not going to make the performance because, yo, some other wild stuff. Um <laughs> It's just like tangent after tangent, but it's all connected. I love it. Uh, so, you know, Whitney Houston, right? Of course. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I have two ears and a heart, don't I? <laughs> yeah. so, she was, they were casting for a Whitney Houston biopic movie last year. Oh, yeah. And so I auditioned to be a drummer over the summer last year. And I was like, oh, you know, like I was waiting, you know, I didn't hear anything, you know, in a few weeks. So I said, all right, well, let's see what else is out there. And I, I signed up like to audition for the extra stuff. And then like 
there was just mad stuff like months and months was passing and i was like oh you know let me probably chose somebody else and it's a very long story but somehow um i ended up being able to be a percussionist on a couple of the scenes on the movie and that's gonna be coming out in december wow um in like theaters and stuff and it's crazy because i didn't know like how big it was gonna be until i like houston movie are you kidding me you know (laughs) i just i didn't know like i was like oh you know feature film like what's feature film mean i don't you know maybe right, i don't know right, where right. it's gonna especially be especially with all these like straight to netflix straight to yeah i'm like i don't movies. know it's, i'm like totally. i'm just happy to be involved and so <laughs> I, I get there and like the award like they had to do a fitting and stuff and like covet tests and i was like okay you know word i get to this to the shoot and um like the hit the makeup and wardrobe there was like lines and there was like sag union stuff and i was in a sag union like waiver something and i was like oh okay and they took me <laughs> out of line and it was like oh you're gonna go to the front they gotta rehearse and pass me all this music and i got the music like the day of like while i was in the chair for the makeup oh my Four god pages for like a 10 minute song a live thing and the other people had got it before. So I'm like, and then they had me on percussion. So I was like, oh, thank God I know how to play percussion and I can right. read music. So it was crazy. But I was coming from that um, shoot, trying to rush from like them finishing up the end of that scene, run to Berkeley in the, in the middle of the show because the guy who was running it was trying to make it seem like, oh, well, you know, like, I guess maybe you can't do it. Like, yeah. Da, da, da. Right. He wasn't trying to like make. He wasn't trying to like help me out, and right. but my friend was the MC, and I also <laughs> had my homegirl sound check for me. Uh-huh. So like he was just being mad weird. So I was like, all right, weird. Well, I was trying to pull up, and then I called him because like when you try to go through like a middle person, sometimes they just be weird. So I was like, yo, let me just right. call the guy up right now as I'm trying to run to my car and like make it over there. <laughs> And he was like, okay, well, if you can make it before, like, it's over, like, before the last um, performer is done, then, like, you know, you can go. So I made it over there. And, like, I was, I ran to the wrong building and then ran back. And Classic. Yeah. (laughs) I still made it. And I was able to perform. That was, like, my first performance. Wow. But I was winded. Like, after the first song. And there yeah. were so many words, like I was rapping and stuff. Like I was still like saying the words and like, but like I wanted to dance at the same time. Like I was like, yo, I'm gonna be in this That's shit. So like nice. I'm here. Yeah. And um, after that performance, I was like, yeah, I need to start working out again. It's um, <laughs> so, like, I gotta really, really build up my stamina. Yeah. <laughs> like, I took a whole intermediate hip hop dance class this semester at Berkeley. Cause Bad. I was like, I would have done beginner, but it was because I was trying to take Tai Chi there too as an elective, and um, the the times conflicted. So I said, "Well, guess I'm doing intermediate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it. Like it was crazy. I was I had to like sit sit out like on the side a couple of times because I was like, "Yo, my body is not cooperating like with all the health shit." But right. it was lit though. I definitely learned, and yeah, what a time. <laughs> Wow. For real, though. That's that dedication, though. That's like it's super inspiring things like that. Um, I deal with a lot of chronic conditions myself, and I'm I'm definitely somebody who's like, okay, I have a lot of things going on. How am I going to fix them? How am I going to make my life better? How am I going to continue to push forward even through all of this? And I find that, you know, not a lot of people are like that, you know, because it's easier just to not deal with things and just you know push them off to the side so to be somebody who is proactively working on themselves like that is so commendable you know um because not a lot of people are like that so to hear a story like that and then you're like okay 
well, I'm just going to do something to fix this <laughs> and to yeah, jump straight into intermediate dance classes like that. I mean, you know, sink or swim. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> and if you can't do it, well, at least you tried. And yeah. that's a big important part about it is trying. So y'all just stay out there and try and do things. If you fail, you fail, but at least you tried to do it. That's nice. so important in life. So that's such an amazing uh kind of tip to leave off on is that i think it's an inspirational way to to end things here is with that kind of thought um amazing stories to hear throughout this Thank entire you. i mean it's we're already at the 50 minute mark uh go figure <laughs> they <laughs> always fly really fast for me um hearing a bunch of these stories. So I'm, I'm very, very thankful uh, that we were able to link up and you were able to come on and talk about a lot of the things that you're doing. Um, so if y'all uh, are in Boston in particular, or if you're just looking to um, spread out and, and find some new music or find some new communities to be a part of, go check out his stuff. Um, it's diggitydom.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> say that with me one more time. Diggitydom.com. That is so okay. fun to say. <laughs> um, go check out his stuff. Go check out everything that he's a part of, all these events coming up. Um, he's got the Urban Pride at the end of the month as well. So if you're in Boston or top of the, I guess it would be top of July, um, starts at the end of the month, goes through the beginning of July. Um, you said July 3rd, correct? Yeah. And I'll be performing at Wentworth Pride the um, July, my, my bad, June third jesus june 29th <laughs> june 29th the day before boston urban pride starts cool so that's gonna be that's gonna be lit like all of the fenway colleges and institutions are getting together and just blocking off the streets so it's gonna be lit rad uh, so other than diggitydom.com where can people go to find your stuff and follow you and all of that jazz for sure so on all streaming sites like spotify apple music etc um you can find me at diggity dom that's d-i-g-g-i-t-y-d-o-m and um then like my youtube channel is also diggity dom um my twitter and my instagram are dominic g b l m and that actually stands for Black Lives Matter <laughs> and my last initial. So, you know, vibes. But um, yeah, like I'm also I used to be an outreach work I used to be an outreach worker um at this LGBTQ um nonprofit for youth of color. So now I'm a therapeutic mentor. So if people are ever looking for like, you know, assistance and like health and stuff like that you know feel free to email me at diggitydomofficial at gmail.com or hit me on a social dm me um i have a lot of people like i'm connected with like pro bono lawyers if you're looking out for a name change help or different things um and i had some friends that are dealing with stuff with like insurance and doctors and like treating them bad and can't get a hospital so yeah anything like yo i try to i, I try to help make sure that people are getting the help that they're supposed that they deserve and need so yeah yeah hit me. period that is <laughs> yes uh incredibly inspirational thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me and talk i'm so excited to share Thanks your story with me. everybody so um i'm yeah uh, thank you so much uh and thank y'all for tuning in every week for blunt talk with me i supremely appreciate that because i honestly <laughs> don't think people like listening to me talk all the time <laughs> um but i love connecting with people so i'm gonna keep doing it and keep oh, yeah. talking with people um for yeah. Dope. probably the rest of my life so <laughs> thank y'all so much uh and tune in again next week with blend talk now on saturdays holla 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 uh yeah. later y'all <laughs>